0: Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast, the place to help you break the odds and walk confidently into your God-given purpose. Think of this show as your regular coffee chat, where we talk about life, career, and legacy. As an award-winning entrepreneur, author, and speaker, I'll be bringing on industry leaders, professionals, and individuals to join us as they share their stories of breaking the odds to help you and to help us reach the next level in our life, family, career, and community. Let's do this together. This is Let's Break the Odds Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to Let's Break the Odds Podcast. My name is Elise, and I have the pleasure of serving as your host. If you are new to the show, welcome. You guys, I am so excited to be kicking off the first full episode with you because you guys, first of all, we have some catching up to do. I've got to bring you up to speed on what's happened in my life behind the scenes during the season hiatus. I wanted to share a life-changing experience that I had during the season hiatus where the odds were truly broken in my life. I'm sharing this transparent story with the hopes that it encourages you or someone that you know um, if they can relate to parts of my story or if you can relate to parts of my story. Um, If you may have noticed um, that I haven't personally been on social media um, in a while and um, that's because I just needed to take a step back because I reached a point where I felt like I was alive but not really living. Um, But the odds have been broken and now I feel light, I feel free, um, and most of all I feel alive and that I'm truly living again now I have a new sense of purpose that's different than before. And so God put it on my heart to share this story. Um, I've attempted um, to record this uh, episode so many times for weeks now um, because it it truly is so personal. And after I'd recorded, I'd be like, no, I can't share this. Like, this is too personal. To be transparent, I didn't want to be judged because of my story. But I've reached a point where this freedom that I have is just too life-changing not to share. And, And that's the thing, when the odds are broken in our lives, it's not just about us, but helping others as well, right? You know, maybe God has put it in your heart to write a book or for you to record a video or to create an online course and you may be feeling like, well, people actually care about my story. Will people really care what I have to say? Um, But friend, join me. It's time to let go of the doubt. It's time to let go of the fear. There are people on the other side of our yes who we will positively impact with our story. And so that is my prayer that this personal story will encourage you and let you know that you can live again. And so, um, like I shared before, um, I reached a point where I felt like I was alive, but not really living. I felt like I was on this continuous hamster wheel grinding in life, yet feeling like I wasn't really moving forward. And so to provide some context with how I got to that point, um, let I want to, you know, take you back to the beginning. If you're new, uh, my professional background is that I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, author, and speaker. I became a founder at 22 years old, and although I love what I do, um, the brand is a mission-driven brand, um, what a lot of people don't realize is that, especially with entrepreneurship in general, is that even though you, know, you may see a lot of public yeses, um, you don't know the journey behind the scenes, and so even though we as a brand were receiving a lot of public yeses, um, such as being featured in magazines, or getting award nominations, Uh, You know, being a guest on um, different platforms, um, guest speaking engagements, um, there were also private no's. And so this journey has been one of perseverance and sacrifice. You know, at one point I was working like three jobs, including nights and weekends while working on growing this brand. As someone who has a strong work ethic um, and efforts to scale as a brand, I was in this continuous grind mode working all the time. I was so focused on growing the brand and scaling as a brand that I ended up putting my personal life on hold in some ways and i didn't even realize it, and it wasn't intentional um, you know also during my first year um, that the brand launched uh, my my grandfather passed away and and then my grandmother passed away. Um, they were married for 57 years and truly had a love story. And And they lived like 10 minutes down the road from me, about 10 or 15 minutes down the road. Um, and then my dog passed away. And so because I was so focused on my career, I didn't really address the grief. Um, and to be honest, I felt like I literally couldn't afford to address the grief because And I'm really about to open up, but the money was tight and I needed to show up for my shifts at my jobs that I had outside of my business to earn the income that I needed to pay the bills while I grew my business. And so uh, in many ways, uh, my career was an outlet for my grief. Um, It wasn't I wasn't aware of that at the time and it wasn't really intentional, um, you know, I was just doing what I needed to do in that grind mode, but because I genuinely loved what I did in my business and because it had a mission behind it and we were making a positive impact in people's lives, um, it just felt really fulfilling and, and I loved it. And also like in addition to, um, you know, running my business, I actively, um, you know, volunteer in the community and, um, and so it just, you know, between running my business and doing volunteer work in the community, um, you know, it was very my career was very fulfilling um well not including those jobs that i had on the side but my career in terms of my business and the volunteer work was very fulfilling um but the more i remained in that constant grind mode and it's weird because i loved what i did but at the same time i got into this deep grind mode and i don't know if you can relate because even though this wasn't that many years ago the dialogue when it came to entrepreneurship, like now the dialogue is more about, you know, making sure that you set boundaries and it's okay to say no and, you know, um, making time for yourself and and, avo- and avoiding burnout and things like that. But back then, like the discussion and the dialogue about entrepreneurship was basically like just grind, 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 hustle and grind, you know, and um, and that was celebrated and that was described as like a key to success in entrepreneurship. And so, um, and so, you know that, that was that was what I was seeing all around me. And so I thought that's that's what entrepreneurship entrepreneurs did. I thought that's what you were supposed to do, and that was the key to success, entrepreneur. And so the thing was is even though I genuinely loved what I did and I found it so fulfilling, the more I remained in that constant grind mode and putting my personal life to the side, um, you know, through you know working so hard to scale as a brand, and and on top of that not addressing the grief, um, I began to feel more and more less. Like like myself um, in the sense that I felt like a robot, or like I was on this constant moving hamster wheel, taking action towards making um, this dream that God had put in my heart a reality, but feeling like I was stuck in the same place in terms of growth as a brand, um, you know, and not only feeling um, stuck in the same place in terms of growth as a brand, but also feeling stuck in the grief, the grief of my grandfather passing away, my grandmother passing away, my dog passing away, and also in some ways, the grief of my life plan. Um, you know, at 21 years old, I wrote like a 10-year plan um, for my life and I said that I wanted to achieve this by this age and that by that age and I want to be in this place in life by this age and this place in life by that age. Um and I really like mapped this out for like my career, like whether it was pertaining to my career, my personal life, my finances, like I literally broke down like my life. Um and so I to be honest, I thought by now my brand will be further along. And so, you know, when you start a business, it truly is an investment, um, an investment of time, an investment of money. Um, and I tr- believe so much in, in our mission and, and you know, and just to provide some background, um, I had graduated college debt-free without taking out any loans along the way. And so um, I founded uh, my education brand to teach how to fund college debt-free. Um, I noticed just throughout my journey and even after I graduated that there was such an emphasis on getting into college, but when it came to discussion in the dialogue of college, the cost was not often included in that conversation, um, especially when it came to funding it debt free. And so um, having lived this journey myself and also helping friends and family, um, you know, fund their education debt free while I was a student. Um, you know, I wanted to be a part of changing that dialogue to include the conversation of including, um, talking about, you know, the cost side of college and, and not only being a part of changing the conversation, but also, um, serving as a solution, um, for families. And so that, um, is kind of the, the story behind, um, you know, me, um, you know, starting this education brand to teach how to fund college debt-free. And so, like I told you, it really had a mission tied to it. Um, you know, we are award winning. And over the years, we've been able to collaborate with schools and organizations who have utilized our resources for their students and families. But the key was, is that for us to go to the next level, and to be around for the long term, we needed to scale as a company. And so when I had exhausted all options and had done all that I could do um, to scale the the brand, um, I I began to grieve a little bit, I began to grieve this plan for the, the company, because I I thought the the brand would be further along, and I thought we would be able to help more people by now. Um, And so I felt disappointed in myself, and um, I felt like I had failed. Um, And that weight began to feel feel heavy. Um, I knew I wasn't a failure, but I felt like I was failing, if that makes sense. And so as someone who strives to do everything I do with excellence— Um, I knew I was doing the very best that I could um, with the means that we had and and I was seeking out resources as well and so for that you know I was proud of myself for giving it my all and and you know doing my best to maintain a positive attitude throughout all this but at the same time at the end of the day I just felt like I was failing like as an entrepreneur and you know like to be and to be honest like even in all my years of school like between elementary through college I never even failed a class so that feeling and feeling that every single day, it just felt really heavy, um, and then on top of that, I wasn't addressing the grief of my grandfather passing away, my grandmother passing away, and my dog passing away and so all of those feelings and all of that just built up inside of me just left me feeling like I couldn't breathe metaphorically speaking um, and There was a moment when I was doing something, and I felt like I had trouble breathing literally, and my one of my parents had to come and help me catch my breath and 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 even after my dog passed away, at this point, my grandfather passed away. My grandmother had passed away. And so when my dog passed away, um, like for two weeks, my parents were like, Elise, you need to eat, you know, have you taken a shower, you know? And so that's when I knew I needed help. Um, I started seeing a counselor who kindly helped me navigate, you know, my grandfather, my grandmother, my dog passing and and just giving me exercises and just guidance on how to move forward, Um, and that was good. Um, but ultimately I reached a point, um, and and this was during the season hiatus, um, that I'm talking about where I was just like, Jesus, I need your help. It really was a cry for help. I didn't want to continue going through life feeling like I wasn't living. And so I wrote in my journal at like midnight, like at 1am, I had written like, Jesus, I need your help. And you know, I'm at this age now, like I, I, my entrepreneurship journey was when I was 22, I'm now 29 years old. And I feel like during these years of entrepreneurship, I was in such a deep grind that I feel like, you know, um, the personal side of me was kind of asleep, you know. And so um, and so I for the first time, um, you know, in a long time, I told God completely how I felt, how I felt um, about how I felt like I was alive, but not really living, how I felt like I was in this continuous hamster wheel and grind mode all the time feeling like I couldn't really breathe in life, metaphorically speaking. And so after I began to fully open up and the reason why I hadn't really fully opened up to the Lord in the past was because, you know, like I said, God has been so good, um, you know, in my like really blessed, um, you know, the business. I mean, like I told you, we're award winning. We we have been able to impact and, and help people. Um, we've been featured and all those things. And just even to be able to say I'm an author, like that's still like a pinch me moment. And I'm so grateful. And so I didn't want any way with me telling God how I was feeling or feeling like I was failing and, and those kind of feelings and feeling I was frustrated because the company, it wasn't where I thought it would be, um, at this point in terms of growth and impact. Um, I, I didn't want those, me expressing those feelings to come off. Like I was being ungrateful. Um, And so I never really verbalized how I felt to God. But in that moment, you know, I really opened up and I I told God how I felt and I got raw. And so as after I had really done that, it was like midnight in the the morning. um, This story just randomly popped in my head. And I'm the type of person, I don't know if you're like this, where if something pops in my head, like I'll just look it up right then. Like if I don't know the answer. So like I could be like looking at the sky and be like, why is the sky blue though? And I'll just like stop and just like look it up right then. Um, I don't know if you're like that. And so after I was like venting to God, um, this story had popped in my head. And it's a story that I've heard like parts of this story before, but I've never really like read this story for myself. And it's this story, um, it's in the Bible. And it's a story that actually a lot of, there's multiple songs, there's songs out there where the lyrics are base and inspired by this story but I had never really read it for myself and so when I don't know why this popped in my head but it did and so me being me I was like I'm gonna look up where I can read this this bible story for myself and so I went online and looked up where I could find this story in the bible and then I went ahead and opened up the story in the bible and guess what it was called the story is called breath of life I know right and I was like whoa like Is this really happening? Like, God, I was just praying to you and venting to you and sharing with you how I was feeling and how I feel like I couldn't really breathe in life, metaphorically speaking. And then this story randomly pops in my head and it's called Breath of Life. Um, and, and the story is also called the Valley of the Dry Bones, and maybe you've heard of it, but if you haven't heard of this story as a quick summary, and this is like the, the condensed, like very condensed version, but you can actually read it in its entirety in Ezekiel chapter 37. Um, but the story is where there are all these dry bones and, um, God told the man in the story that those bones represented a group of people who felt dry and without hope. Um, And then God told the man to tell those people in so many words that he, God, was going to bring those people back to life, that he was going to bring them back to life and um, and that they will live. And so in that moment, I was so taken aback by that story because in some ways I, I felt like I felt dry. And so in that moment, God spoke to me. And as a young girl, I gave my life to Christ and I've been able to grow in my relationship with him over the years. And so I've been able to recognize when God speaks to me. And so God spoke to me um, as I was, after I was reading the story called Breath of Life. And it was like at this point, like one or two in the morning at this point. And God was like, those same words of life that I had for those people who felt dry and without hope, Speak those same words of life over yourself, and so in that moment, I began to speak and declare God's words of life from that passage that He said for to those people who felt dry and felt without hope. I began to speak and declare those same God's same words of life over myself. And, you know, like I would customize it to me and I would start off by saying like, thank you, Lord, for bringing me back to life. Like I was just declaring it over my life, even though I didn't feel like I was really living in life. I would just speak and declare like, thank you, Lord, for bringing me back to life. And it was like, as I continued to do that each day, speaking and declaring God's words of life over myself, it was like each day I came more and more back to life. I felt like an onion that was peeling layer by layer where I was coming more and more back to life. You know, God restored me to my old self where my love for fashion came back. Yay! I'm a new person and I've developed this new love for adventure and trying new things. Like I recently went parasailing for the first time where I got to be over the ocean above a group of stingrays and a shark. It was so much fun. It was so amazing. You know, I have boundaries now with my time and prioritizing having me time. I'm not always on my phone anymore because I no longer feel the need to check emails or other notifications all the time and I'm fully present in the moment. Um, For example, when I recently went parasailing for the first time, they, they actually let you bring your phones with you and keep them on the boat while you're Uh, While you're in the air over the ocean parasailing. Um, But I didn't bring my phone on the boat, um, you know, to be present in the moment. And I'm so glad I did because I would have been so focused on capturing the memory that I would have missed experiencing the memory altogether. You know, more than that, you know, I fully surrendered my life to the Lord. I think so many times when we think about surrendering our lives to the Lord, we think of spiritually only where we declare Jesus as Lord and we ask God to forgive us of our sins. And we have this confidence of knowing that when we pass away, we'll go to heaven. But often we just stop there. We don't think about also surrendering our day-to-day lives to the Lord. And so as for me, I fully surrendered my day-to-day life to the Lord, including my career, you know, and I'm talking about letting go of my plans for my life and trusting God and his plans for my life. And now, guess what? That heavy weight that I felt is gone. Um, God delivered me from that feeling of failure with my entrepreneurship journey, that feeling is gone. Um, God has delivered me from that feeling of disappointment in myself, that feeling is gone. I have this joy that is next level um, to what happiness brings. I have this new sense of purpose and it's different from anything I've ever felt before. I feel free, I feel light, I have peace. I'm, I'm at peace at the fact that pursuing a dream and ha- and giving it all you have and helping others along the way is something to be proud of. You know, um, we are award winning and over the years we have been able to collaborate with schools and organizations who have utilized our resources with their students and families. In addition, we've been able to navigate students and families um, who have funded their education debt free. For example, we had a student graduate college debt free their entire college debt free where they were able able to take that next step of pursuing their advanced degree without having to deal with any debt from their undergraduate degree. You know, a dad emailed us sharing that their student was on track to graduate with zero debt. A mom shared that their um, student had funded the last two years debt free and was on track to fund their, their senior year of college, their third year debt free. And I have this peace about my career, you know, with this new sense of purpose that God has given me. I don't know what that will lead into. You know, I've developed so many skills thus far during this entrepreneurship journey, but I have this inexplainable peace because I know that I'm in good hands because I trust God with my life and I know he's got me. And most of all, you guys, I just feel alive. That old version of me is gone and I'm now a new me, a better me, a living me. I don't know like what your life has looked like. Maybe you felt a sense of heaviness or maybe you felt like you failed or maybe you felt like you're in this constant grind mode in this continuous hamster wheel that you've let yourself go in the process. But based on my life changing experience, I've learned that you don't have to carry that weight. God is there and he wants to help us and be a part of our lives. In 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast all your cares onto him because he cares for you. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus says, "Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." You know, in Psalms thirty four seventeen through nineteen, it says, "Is anyone crying for help? God is listening, ready to rescue you. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, He'll help you catch your breath." And I can truly say, with so much gratitude, that I am so grateful that when I cried to the Lord at midnight that one night, that He listened sorry and he helped me and he rescued me from feeling like I couldn't breathe in life metaphorically speaking and that he helped me catch my breath and live again and if he did it for me I know he'll do the same for you so friends that's my story of of living again and finding peace in the process And I just pray that this story encourages you. If you know someone that it can encourage, share it with them. Um, And like I said, this has been really personal to share. But if it encouraged you or anyone else out there, then sharing this was all worth it. as touched it earlier in my story, um, speaking and gosh, I'm just crying out of nowhere, but speaking and declaring God's words over my life has been such a game changer for me. And so due to time in the next episode, I'll um, do a quick, um, part two where I'll share how I made the shift to declaring God's promises over my life and, and share some examples of God's promises that you can actually declare over your life as well. Um, and then we'll dive into our first interview with our first guest of this season. Um, And so on that note, friend, know that you are loved. Know that you don't have to go through life alone. The name of this show is called Let's Break the Odds. You know, the word let's is short for let us, which means you are not alone. God is here for you and we are here with you in the Let's Break the Odds community. So let's break the odds and walk in our God-given purpose together. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, guess what? You, my friend, made it through today's episode, Cue the Confetti, but the conversation doesn't have to end here. If this episode served you today, go ahead and download it so you can have it and click the subscribe button so you can get notified when another episode is released. Do us a favor and leave a review. We'd love to hear how much you enjoyed this episode. To stay connected, we'd love to have you as a part of the Let's Break the Odds community on social media there we'll have an opportunity to personally connect with you and cheer you on as you take action towards breaking the odds in your life. You can catch the show notes from this episode and any discount codes and bonus materials on the blog at letsbreaktheodds.com. See you next time.